Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and I almost said the old, the old name of my podcast, but I caught myself. Anyhow, welcome, and I wanted to share a couple of quotes with you. And the first one was by Jack London, who I'm assuming they're saying was the novelist. But you can't wait to be inspired. You have to go after it. You know, it's not, inspiration isn't just going to come to you. Uh, it may uh, occasionally come to you through maybe a song or a television program, but those generally don't last for long. You have to go after inspiration. Uh, you have to go after, um, you know, success in a certain respect. I shouldn't say success because Jim Rohn would say to me, success is something you attract by the person you become, which I wholeheartedly agree with. But, you know, inspiration can be um, linked with motivation. You go after that, you know, you have to want it. Um, help me grow in your love. That was my prayer today after receiving communion. I was asking God to help me grow in his love, grow financially, um, grow emotionally, uh, grow intellect intellectually, you know, and there's a number of different um, adjectives I guess I could use, but that's what inspired me today after communion and I shared that with a friend of mine who was struggling emotionally and I said listen you need to grow in love whether it's your children's whether it's your friends whether it's a you know, companion, just a passerby, you know. Sometimes we can learn a lot from a simple five-second conversation with somebody. But we want to grow in love in general. You know, where there is love, um, there is happiness. And it's something good to to keep in the back, or maybe the front, of your mind. In both fear and faith, demand that we believe in something we can't see. Now, I, I, I knew that, for the most part, about faith, sure. Uh, true faith, anyway. Um, faith that uh, my 
wife remains faithful to me, you know, I, I don't really, <laughs> it's never even crossed my mind, you know what I mean, because there's never been any issues. But sometimes it takes faith uh, in, in that respect. Faith driving down a two-lane road where the other person coming at you is going to remain in their lane. You know, that's a, that's a, you know, form of faith. But faith or belief in, in, a, in a God, spiritual being, that can be very difficult for some. It can be very, very difficult for some. Uh, and uh, it's not for me. Even with the suffering that we go through, whether it be from a death, an illness or injury, emotional uh, distress. These are things that, in my opinion, strengthen your faith. And maybe that's sometimes why things happen the way they happen. Don't know. Uh, that, that I figured I'd share with you. Because fear also, fear, worry... That also uh, is the belief in something we really can't see. Now you may say, well, geez, what if you were, you know, eye to eye to a, a coyote walking your dog? That's, that's fearful. Uh, you, you, you know, we can see that. You know, we certainly believe what's happening. Um, that fear uh, is more of a a courageous type fear. You know, it's not worrying about the unknown. You know, that's 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 kind of the correlation there. Uh, Darren Hardy today, he had a title uh, for his Darren Daily video email, a big fix for your big problems. And everything you overdo is to hide what you lack. And I chewed on that for a little bit. Um, and I, you know, waited to see what, where he was going with that in a certain respect. But basically he's saying anything you overdo, be it drinking alcohol in excess, shopping in excess, eating in excess, working in excess, you know, the list can go on and on. But you're, that's to do, uh, you do that to avoid, to fill a void you have. So in other words, it's making up for um, some deficiency in a certain respect. You know, overeating might be to hide stress or anxiety or self-worth, uh, you know, that's just one example. You know, we need to find the lack or the void. You know, these are binge behaviors that I've mentioned, you know, binge watching television, you know, overeating, over drinking, shopping too much. That is pretty much 
it's a facade from seeing the real you. You know, and a lot of the times people don't know what the void is or what they're covering up in a certain respect. You know, um, it might be masked by a death of a loved one. You may say, that's why I'm drinking so much. But that may not be the real reason. You know, you need to plug the hole, so to speak, before solving the behavior. You know, and that, that hole can be, you know, just a little hole, or it could be a, a deep chasm, so to speak. You know, and where is the hole in your life? What is your excess behavior? I used to be very um, extreme. My wife looks at me with her eyes rolled because she's like, you know, you, you still are extreme. <laughs> in a certain respect, I am. But, you know, it, it's, it's all in or all out for me sometimes. You know, I'm either on a diet, not eating anything, or I'm having like four ice creams and six granola bars between seven and eight o'clock. You know, and the hole in my life, um, I don't know if there is a, a big gaping hole. Uh, my faith could always be improved upon. My marriage, my relationship with my kids and my friends, that could all be better. Uh, and, and I try to work on some of that. Uh, other times, I pick and choose what's going to make more sense for me to do, for my mental health, if you will. Uh, so it was a, a good question that Darren asks. But, you know, thinking of, of a hole in my life, I would say there's a, you know, a financial hole that, over the past two years since getting fired from the insurance business, um, I need to really replace that from a fulfillment standpoint. And going over uh, two years of essentially affiliate marketing uh, led me to, you know, life coaching and public speaking. But there is a, you know, a lot of work involved behind the scenes, like anything. You know, any comedian or entertainer uh, or um, sports professional, there's a lot of preparation, practice. And that might be my hole, you know. It was with golf. Never really practiced it, and I wondered why I didn't get better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you can't get better by just playing the game, you know. Sometimes you can't get better uh, at, at basketball just by, you know, shooting foul shots. So that, that was a, an eye-opener uh, for me. certainly was. And this one was a borderline um, acceptance of me, of, of putting the quote in the, the podcast rotation. Um, 
the the is it the uh, insights daily insights or insights whatever it's but nonetheless they always seem to make the cut and today it was belonging shouldn't mean you are like everyone else and I was like ah, am I gonna keep it am I not but I thought about it and I said you know something we all need to belong but that doesn't mean we're not original just like a hand or a foot are original in their own respects, left or right, but um, to the body, you know, they're one with the body. And, and that then led me to believe that we, although different in some sorts, are all children of God, regardless of your belief. Christian, non-Christian, atheist, agnostic, whatever. We're all one and the same, whether you believe that or not. You know, whether you believe the earth is flat or not was a, you know, a factual statement up until 500 years ago which is kind of remarkable. You know, now we have some newfound insight. And, you know, people are always looking to poke holes sometimes in religion. Not everybody. But, you know, use your efforts, you know, in, in a positive way. Just like these mastermind criminals whether they be online or bank robbers or, or whatever have you, man, put your efforts to a, you know, a, a, an ethical business. Make the world a better place. You know, honest to goodness. Just like these viruses. They're nothing but man-made created things to cause havoc, which is, which is you know, shameful in my opinion. Which leads me to tell you about happiness. Happiness is not ready-made. doesn't already come, you know, filtered all together, ready to roll. You just open the door of the cooler and, and, and pick, it, pick it out. You know, it comes from your own actions. And that's what's tough to tell someone that's depressed that, you know, go out and, and, and do something and go for a walk. That's like telling them that they have to, you know, climb 2,000 stairs and, and, and jump off the top of a building. That, that's how a clinically depressed person uh, would feel. At least that's how I was when I was depressed and just wanted to sleep it all away. Um, it, it, it can be very... Uh, difficult. And that's why it's it's important to, you know, anticipate things and address things before it's too late. Uh, and that's why I kind of worry about sometimes, you know, teen suicide. You don't know what's going on in your 
children's brain in a certain respect, and what they're thinking, and what their, you know, uh, objectives are. They're confused, they're hurt in some respect, they have their deficiencies, obviously. But as a parent, sometimes we can put our heads in the sand and, and not, not realize that it's coming. We need to be in tune with that. You know, and I, and I say that in the mirror, first and foremost. So, and that's happiness, and I ended on depression. You know, how terrible is that? So let's, let's be happy. Let's, you know, uh, force ourselves sometimes to put on a smile, to say hello to someone, and, and to, to, to wave to someone passing in traffic. Um, you know, it's, it can't do a, a bad thing by any means. No one's going to stop their car and saying, say, why are you waving to me? And if they do, say, I just wanted to say hi. I'm a lonely guy. <laughs> That's all. You know, and sometimes humor can, can really go a long way. Uh, even if it's stupid dad humor, you know. My wife hates my humor, by the way. Just, just has gotten so old and, and, you know, um, what is it? Not uh, repetitive, I guess, or, you know, in, anticipating. I got to come up with some new material, in other words. But what we think or believe is of little consequence unless... We act on that, you know, and a lot of these quotes that I've read to you over the days, weeks, months, it's, you know, taking in the message, yes, internalizing it, yes, but acting upon it, putting it in action, doing something about it. For me, it was, you know, going out and, and getting a... Um, public speaking course, program, you know, and uh, it's not easy when you're not financially where you want to be, but you have to put that behind you and know that God is in charge because he certainly is, whether you believe it or not. Uh, and it's funny, that brings me to a nice segue here to a story in God's time, there was a man that went up on a mountaintop to speak to God. And the man asked, what a million, what a million years is like in heaven? And God responded, it's like one minute. A million years is like one minute. Then the man asked, well, what's a million dollars worth then? And God responded, about a penny. So the man thought for a minute and asked God for a penny. <laughs> and God said, sure, in a minute. <laughs> so... So the moral of the story, you know, there's no shortcut to success. 
You know, if we want to be successful in our own right, there's going to be some work involved and some action that we need to uh, take. And there's going to be some pain and suffering. Let's just face it. You know, you want to lose 50 pounds, there's going to be some pain and suffering associated with that. And focus mind and hard work are the real keys to success. So just uh, keep that under your hats. And I look forward to checking in with you all tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.